Hello. Welcome to not the Sparkcast, but rather a cast of something completely new. Um, I've done a lot of Sparkcasts. I got kind of bored of uh, recording those. I guess for those of you who would probably be in the target audience of who's listening to this one, um, the Sparkcast is the name of my VHL podcast. Um, you know, generally covered like you know topics around the league how my team is doing, how my player is doing, like a lot of different random stuff like that. Um, but this time I'm recording a podcast for the EFL um, because I haven't made content specific to that league in, in quite a while. And I think it's a bit overdue to do something, especially because I've recreated, which is pretty exciting. So yeah, mainly going to talk about my my recreates, kind of the stuff that I've noticed around the the EFL and the time that I was last like kind of you know max earning and active and all that so um yeah let's get into it um created two players uh one on offense one on defense it was actually pretty tough to kind of figure out what I wanted to create I know that there was a lot of opening per se and like wide receivers while defense had a lot more flexibility um but I knew that I definitely didn't want to be a running back um mainly because I just think that outside the ECFA, the league is a lot more pass-oriented. But I think in like the current era, I'm sure running backs could do well, but I know that, I don't know, I'm just not as interested in, you know, being the one to like run the ball. I feel like I get more satisfaction from, you know, being the the, the pass catcher, which is why Markstrom's career was, was so fun for me. Um, you know, felt like I was impacting wins a lot more through the air, but that's just my own kind of pre-existing bias and my experience in the EFL. I know that at an ECFA level, the running back by committee strategy is fantastic. And, you know, Trenton won a couple of championships leveraging a couple of those backs, but, um, just, just didn't feel like it was a good enough long-term thing. And I also didn't want to get back into playing a wide receiver especially so close after Markstrom's career ended. So my offensive options were a little limited. It was either quarterback, kicker, or tight end. Um, tight end kind of scared me a bit, mainly because I know how much TP kind of needs to go into it for it to be a very strong position, and that was a little scary for me. Um, and then kicker just felt a little too dull. So naturally, I went for the position that everyone wants to be uh, quarterback, but I feel like I earn well enough that I can be a solid starting quarterback in the EFL um, and can make a position for myself that a team will want to have me, um, even if there might be some some competition. So that's why I created my quarterback. Uh, the initial name that I had for him was going to be uh, Penny Kickett. I was mainly inspired by the Steelers drafting Kenny Pickett in the first round of this uh, last NFL draft. But then I realized that, one, you know, I'm kind of counting my eggs before they hatch, going with Kenny Pickett a little too soon after he was drafted before we even really know if he's going to pan out. And then also Penny Pickett, because I didn't want to have the exact same name. I don't really want to have my players have legitimate, like, copycat names off of like real people because that gets a little weird I realized after IVHL player that was named after a real person I realized it was kind of odd to be role playing as like an actual person like just I don't know I just found it weird so now I don't do it anymore so that was like reason one then reason two Penny Kick it sounds like a perfect kicker name um, 
like kick it, literally kick her. It was a little too close. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to scrap that. Uh, but since we were on like Steelers quarterbacks anyway at that time, you know, big Ben Roethlisberger just retired um, last season. So I was like, you know, let's, let's give a little nod to him. So let's stick with big Ben for like the first name. And then let's go with burger, like just straight up burger. So that is his last name. Um, it's, it's stupid, but it's fun. And I still get to use big Ben as my render. Um, but you know, imagine getting shredded by a dude named burger. Like that's going to be kind of funny. So I think I've gone with a pocket passer or actually, no, I went with a gunslinger. Um, I'm not completely sure what the, what the necessary caps need to be. Oh, big young. Um, but I'm sure that I'll be able to like figure that out in due time and all that. I think I still have a re-roll if I, re- if I really want to. Um, so I'll figure that out later. And then, yeah, I mean, just prototypical quarterback size. I, I think like it's pretty, it is what it is. I don't, I don't think like a crap ton of novelty at the quarterback position, but it's my first time with a quarterback. Um, it's a pretty big challenge for me, mainly because I never really developed an uber successful quarterback during any of my managerial stints. Um, you know, I, I had uh, Jeffy's quarterback when I first took over Trenton, but then he transferred over to Roswell. So I never really had an uncapped QB. Um, and then I think I brought in Tate's quarterback right after that. Like maybe like a filler, like or some plan somewhere in the middle there. But it's Tate's QB for a while. And while he was posting like, you know, pretty solid numbers, I don't think he ever was in like like serious contention for like QB of the year. Um, and then even when I was in LA, I think I ran like a weird, like, <laughs> I was just having fun with it. I ran like a weird quarterback by committee option where I had like one mobile quarterback that I ran in like a lot of spread and then another quarterback that I just kind of ran um, like for every other situation. It, it failed tremendously, but we were also tanking. So it, it kind of just worked out. Um, but then even when I got Kenny Com as like a rookie and then I went inactive a little bit after that, you know, I still really wasn't doing anything crazy with them. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a challenge for me and, and that's kind of the main part of what I'm looking at here. Um, it's one of the positions that I've never really had a lot of success overseeing. So that's going to be new. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the challenge in in my eyes, offensively, defensively. Um, I also similarly had a struggle as to what I wanted to create. Again, staying away from outside linebacker was my main thing. I didn't want to just create the same position twice as much as I love Caleb Watt. Um, so if I couldn't figure out exactly what I wanted to be inside linebacker, one of the safeties or cornerback, I was like, why not create right in the middle of those positions with all the flexibility in the world? Um, so I created a strong safety. I think like the Derwin James archetype of like, I think like man cover, I think like man cover, strong safety. Um, so he's got the size and he hits the eligibility to play, uh, either inside linebacker, uh, either the safety spots or cornerback. And then I think he just needs to buy a bit of weight. He's at 200 now. So the max is, I think... 
210 in order to play cornerback, but then the minimum to play linebacker is like 220. Um, so, so that's, or, or, or like there, there's some weird wiggle room in, in, in the middle there where I, I think like 210 is the max if you're a cornerback and something like that. So, so there's still like flexibility as to where I am right now. I think as it stands, my strong safety can play cornerback, but he cannot play linebacker or like something in the middle there. I don't recall exactly what it was. I think he can he can play cornerback, but not linebacker right now. I, yeah, that makes sense. I think. I don't know. I don't recall. It was very confusing to me. There was a lot of overlap, and I thought that there would be a crap ton of overlap. Um, but there wasn't actually a crap ton of overlap. Flex had a long chat with me one day to try to clear it up, and it made sense as I was creating, but now I don't remember. But anyways, I still don't know exactly whether he's going to play safety or move to linebacker or go to cornerback. Um, I think I'm slightly leaning towards um, the linebacker, like inside linebacker, safety kind of hybrid, um, because you need a lot more linebackers on the field than you need cornerbacks. But at the same time, I feel like it would be pretty nice, especially if we have limited wide receivers in the league, to kind of have a uh, shutdown cornerback as well, or like a safety cornerback hybrid in like some combination there. But I'm not too worried about it here at the ECFA level. Um, I think I'm just going to make sure that I keep all my options open as I go into the EFL. And then at that point, I can kind of discuss with GMs exactly how they want to be using me. And then also understand like like how I want to develop my own player. So I mainly just wanted that flexibility to do whatever I felt like doing when I decided to. So that's kind of like the main thing that's just been left open. Um, and his name is Raja Rayu, which in two different uh, Indian dialects means king. Like each word means king. Um, I don't know how I ended up there. I was just trying to think of like some name that kind of threw back to a little bit of the Indian heritage. Um, and I just thought that, you know, rolls off the tongue interestingly, Raja Rayu. Um, mainly wanted Rayu as the last name. So it, it works out, you know, does does what it needs to do. Um, maybe people will have fun using like it for SIGs or something. But yeah, so those are, those are kind of like the main things there. Um, as to, when it comes to like decisions as to where they're going to play, because I created last Thursday, today's Monday, um, red trading, you, you were eligible to be signed last Thursday, and I'm still unsigned, uncommitted, undecided as of today. So I probably won't be posting this for a little bit because I'm currently driving home. That's kind of like the whole point of the SparkCast kind of thing. I record as I drive home from work or drive to work. So it's like five o'clock now. Um, but I am happy to announce that I've declared where my safety is going. And that will be... Uh, I'm not going to go directly into it because I think I still have time that I need to waste in this podcast. Um, I'll talk about some of the places that I did have offers to. And that was literally every team in the UCFA. Like it's, it was actually nuts. I, I think like every team in like some capacity reached out and was like, hey, like we would want you to play for us. Which was nice. It was it was pretty cool for sure. Um, I like spent like a decent amount of time looking at you know some team rosters, making sure that I knew like who the ads were and all that. Um, I think like my top 
four top five places that I was kind of looking at were like Death Valley, um, Hades Creek, Roswell, Athens, and then like Biscayne Bay. I think were like some of the some of the main teams in like that that listing. Um, Hades Creek was a like I really like NSG. I think that he's a really great guy. He did like he's done a lot of historian stuff, um, and he became an AD towards the end of my time as an AD. And he took over like a really historic program, had a lot of pressure on him, and he really learned on the job. So I really liked him. Uh, Tack was one of my first ADs, so you know I know what he's about. I also transferred one of my players away from him to Trenton, so I do need to kind of make up for that at like some point. Um, and then Athens, McWolf is the AD there, so I've got good history with him as well. I don't think I've ever played for him either, um, like with him as a manager. We came close in like the VHL, but he had to draft his own player as well. So there's that. Um, and then who else? Biscayne Bay. I just love that team. It was also one of the first teams that I played for, although Stax was the AD at that time. But now it's AW, who was my GM in the EFL with San Antonio for a while. And since San Antonio got folded, he's taken over as the AD for Biscayne Bay, which is honestly like a, like a really nice – I kind of prefer a team where the AD is only ADing and not also GMing because um, I kind of want like the focus to be on the development of that team. Um, so that's the part that I really like. And then the last team is Roswell because Address is also a good friend of mine. Um, had him in the VHL and I think maybe a little bit in like the EFL as well, like during the Kenny Khan time. Um, but he's getting pretty active. I know that he's kind of stretched a little thin, but look at the roster he's got. He's got a lot of young players, which is pretty cool to see, like a lot of year one, year two players. Um, so they've definitely got a team for the future, which was pretty interesting. While like teams like Manchester, DVR, um, a lot of them are built for like now and like next season. But coming in now, I feel like is more of an investment for like two to three seasons down the line. Um, so with like all of those kind of being set, and that's also similarly the pool for my QB as well. Um, so then in terms of the decisions... With my safety, I will be heading to Roswell. Um, kind of like what I was just touching upon. I think that they have a really solid, like, young team and a bunch of names that, you know, I don't recognize, which is pretty cool because that means that they're all first gens or people that I haven't encountered yet in sim leagues. And I think it'll be nice to meet some new people. Um, I think Addressed is a very passionate user and he's got a lot of potential to be, you know, growing and building like a really good team here in, in Sim League. So I was pretty interested in going and playing for him. Um, so yeah, so safety Ryu is going to, to Roswell. Pretty excited about that. Quarterback. Oh yeah. And um, safety is going to be signing as a, as a red shirt. So, so he's signing now. Uh, QB. It was pretty tough. I think the options were um, Athens, where there was a little bit of discussion about someone re-rolling. I'm not actually completely sure. Actually, no, Athens didn't have a spot. Um, Hades Creek might have had a spot, but I think they also preferred safety. 
Uh, Biscayne Bay had a QB spot open immediately. Their current QB would re-roll to wide receiver. And then Death Valley would want a successor, but would need me to sit for a season and then and then take over. Um, so it's kind of down to Biscayne Bay and Death Valley, um, two pretty storied franchises, um, two very solid teams with good people leading them. Um, but at the end of the day, I think that for this season, I will decline to sign anywhere. Um, I will keep my redshirt status. That's mainly kind of what I wanted. I mainly created like on a whim and I was kind of just going to accept that this was going to be my freshman season. Um, but then I realized that it was also actually redshirt time so that I was eligible for redshirt perks and be a freshman next season. So I think that I will wait and see how teams shake up, whether anyone goes inactive to kind of expand my options for my QB because kind of just being limited to two out of eight is like a little dull for me. I don't like doing things in a, in a dull manner. So I'm going to leave it open. Um, definitely DVR and Biscayne Bay are going to be high on the list when it comes to picking a team to sign with. But I would rather wait for a little bit maintain my redshirt ability. I'm fine sacrificing the 1 million. That's just like a couple of TPE that I could really add now. So not not too worried about that. Um, but I'm just going to keep my redshirt eligibility. Um, move on to... What the hell is going on here? These people are just merging like maniacs. Um, but yeah, so I'm just going to keep my redshirt eligibility, not sign with anyone for the duration of the season. And then... Uh, pick a team when we get to signing day. So a little underwhelming in like that regards, but um, I really want to make sure that wherever I, I end up, I am happy there and to also just have as many options as possible. So I don't know, right now it just felt like a little too limiting. So I wasn't overly thrilled about it. Like I could definitely pick between Biscayne Bay and Death Valley right now. Um, but like as a quarterback, I don't have to be signing anywhere right now. And I know that there are other red shirts like a little more valuable. Then I am on the market like Reno and Shark, who have also recreated. Um, so it would be pretty cool, especially because I would love to team up with, with Reno somewhere. That, you know, if, if he signs somewhere now, I would also be pretty likely to sign with that team um, with my offensive player. But I don't know. There's, there's like a lot of moving parts. My safety is committed no matter where Reno or Shark go. Um, but I think it would just be interesting to have, you know, all the flexibility when it comes to my quarterback, especially because it's just such a such a crazy position that, you know, has a lot of impact on on the game. So that's kind of my stuff with my players in the EFL. Um, you know, it's it's been a while since I've been really interested in the EFL. I came back for a couple of stints with um, New York and then Miami. Um, pursuing some some championships and was able to win one with, with New York, but honestly, the like time before that like was really a blur. I kind of just went inactive for a bit, especially as like a GM and my players just like existed. Like it's it's honestly a blur. I do not recall when I stopped being invested in the EFL and then like suddenly stopped earning, but wasn't wasn't great for me wasn't great for the for the team and then I just didn't really feel like I was very engaged with the league for a while saw like a few contractions and all that um so yeah like I think the EFL has definitely a ways to go in terms of you know getting back to where they were 
obviously pandemic restriction easing, loosening up had had a big part of it. Um, as in, you know, people just finding other things that they want to do in life, and that just kind of happens. Like a lot of users kind of like stepped away. Like even Turner, the old admin, like, stepped away. So um, there was a lot of change in in the league. I think recruitment also dried up a little bit because of you know, not having access to Reddit anymore, which is a pretty big source of where new recruits were, were coming in from. So the league has struggled and, you know, the struggles there just also impacted me indirectly because I also felt like, you know, there wasn't much novelty in the league, but I think now with some con- some contractions, um, a smaller, slowly getting more dedicated user base along with the recent influx of affiliate users i think that you know the league is a slightly better place today than it was a few months ago um and i'm in i'm interested in you know starting back up again um it's just like testing the waters a bit like obviously i still have a whole bunch of like affiliate pts and affiliate tasks that i can play and it would but yeah um the affiliate claim stuff opening up that I can cross claim like a VHL.com too. Uh, all those, all those factors definitely contributed to, you know, being able to come back and not feeling like I'm burning out or anything. So that's, that's kind of mainly why I was interested in like coming back and, and um, yeah, just, just felt doom, just felt time. Um, I felt ready. So yeah, back in the EFL, um, safety is committed, QBs undecided, going to wait for the next recruiting cycle. Um, and yeah, that is all for the first EFL edition of the SparkCast. And yeah, I'll post this sometime today and I'll get some sweet TPE and see y'all on the gridiron.